Well, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be a rock and roll musician. <laughs> Bildo spills the beans. All right, tonight I have with me John. I'm supposed to say hi. Yes. Hi. hi. Yes. Uh, John and I do another podcast together called Super the Hardest. Mm-hmm. Feel free to listen at your leisure. Thanks for the plug. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> when I when I post the description, I'll I'll post like your Twitter handle and all that. Have to be- decide which one you want. If you want Super the Hardest or your other one, it doesn't matter. All right. All right. Good to know. Ready? Yeah, yeah. I got to tell you, I, I got kind of uptight about this on my way over. Really? Yeah. Like, kind of like, nervous? Yeah. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's just me. It's just yeah, you I don't me. know. I don't know why. I don't know. We'll see. No, that's right. I get a little nervous too, actually. Yeah? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think I'm going to mess up the questions. All right. Like, it's just, I two, hope so. it's just two guys hanging out in yeah, yeah. living room. Wait, Staring basement. into each other's eyes and asking <laughs> personal questions. I should get the chairs closer. <laughs> like, I know we're already knee to knee, but. <laughs> All right. What is your midnight snack? I was prepared for this one. Yeah, you know the first but, one's but always it's easy, be. though. It's uh, And it's been my midnight snack since I was a kid. Okay. It's uh, peanut butter toast. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh,. In fact, I'll probably have some when I get home tonight. So, uh, in uh, the course of a week, what are we talking mm, about here? It depends. It depends. Um, it's usually uh, I go to bed way later than anybody else in the house. Yeah, me too. Like the kids, they they're in bed by eight thirty, and then Christine, she generally falls asleep on the couch by nine thirty. Okay. And then, uh, what time do you usually go to bed? Because I know we get done recording the podcast like late normally. Yeah, it's like eleven thirty midnight okay. usually. Yeah. And uh, when the house is quiet. I get the urge for some peanut butter and, and toast. toast. Yeah, when usually with a glass of milk. So I have follow-up so questions yeah. then. Yeah. Right. Crunchy or smooth? Definitely crunchy. Peter Pan crunchy. Oh, Peter Pan Peter crunchy. Peter Pan crunchy is the only one. Oh, man. When yeah. I was a kid, I would always see that in the grocery store. Yeah. And I like I was drawn to Peter Pan mm-hmm. peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Peter Pan had a rough patch about three, four years ago. Remember, they pulled it all off the shelves. Cause they did? Was, yeah, there's... There's something wrong with it. I don't know. But I, I still ate the stuff I had at home. I wouldn't let Christine throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but they said it's on a recall. I'm like, I don't care. Loyalty. <laughs> Sticking by it's my still Peter good. Pan. Yeah. And, uh, and she she brought home, uh, was it Skippy? She brought home some Skippy mm-hmm. peanut butter, and I was, like, offended. You know, I'm just like, to hell with Skippy. my <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pan. But, yeah, it's... Uh, when I was a kid, my mom was the one who, like, you know, you want some toast with peanut butter on it? Yeah. And she would just, like, smother the toast with peanut butter. Like half a, inch thick? Yeah, yeah. So then that's when, that's when I, I was like, oh, this is amazing. So ever since I was a kid, that's what I... What so I've do you been. make it pretty thick still? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I had a dog for a long time, so this was also part of the ritual. He died uh, about a year ago. Um, what was it? What was the dog's name again? Ernie. Ernie. Yeah, okay. he was a fat little pug. He, yeah, he. I remember he died like one of the first times we hung. Uh, right, yeah. like we went yep. went to go play pinball together. Yep, and yep. he had just died like that yeah. week or something. Yeah, he he was hanging on by a thread those last like the last six winter. months. That was or a so. horrible winter. Yeah, it was. Um, but uh, it was part of the ritual for you know the fourteen years he was alive that uh, 
I'd have my peanut butter toast and he'd come waddling into the kitchen and he'd sit there and wait like a good little guy, you know, and I'd take a big old scoop out of the tub after I was done and I'd, you know, put it right on his nose and bam, he'd eat it. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, I kind of missed the, the, uh, the Ernie ritual of, uh, the peanut butter oh, ritual. Yeah. So now every time I have a uh, peanut butter, I'd stick my finger in there and just take a big old. You get a scoop for Ernie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pour one out for the Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> My, I knew someone that uh, gave their dog chocolate milk and M and M's before wow, really? bed. Like chocolate's not good for dogs, is it? I know, but this dog it outlived both its owners. Like the bo- <laughs> yeah, both the owners passed away. Wow, a little Tinkerbell still alive. Wow, yeah, I th- I thought that was a thing. Is that you're not supposed to give dogs chocolate? Yeah, me too. Oh well, dog was fine. Yes. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. All right, next question. All right. What TV show do you hate that everyone seems to love? Uh, one that comes to mind is, uh, I don't know that everyone seems to love it, but it's super popular, is uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, really? I no find nice. that show just revolting. <laughs> it's like, it, to me, it's what, I've only watched it. I don't know, a handful of times. Because everybody's talking, like, Craig likes it, my friend Craig. Yeah. Uh, Mo loves yeah. it. Like, they all watch the show. And I'm like, this is what... I actually watch the show, too. Okay. Yeah. What I don't get about it, you know... I mean, I, I haven't I, watched any of the current season, but I've watched all the previous ones. I there, there are a bunch of things that I can't stand about that show. First of all, the old sitcom formula of set up punchline laugh track yeah drives me nuts and it is there it's, it's prevalent yeah. especially yeah. when it's not funny yeah it's like you know like i the mean pun- they do record before a live studio audience well yeah but okay. I, they, they add the laugh track too they got, they've got to they've got to because there's, there's not nothing funny about it and That's then a- it's it to me it's it's a television network executive's idea of what nerds are like yeah it's you kind know? of the hollywood yeah yeah because I really don't know anyone like that. No. And I know a lot of nerds. Yeah, yeah. So, me too. I mean, granted, I don't know any nuclear physicist or no, whatever these people that's are. That's true, but, me neither. But it just, it's so, I don't know. I mean, all tele- television's phony, but it's just right. so phony to me. It's so yeah. like, this was filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> you know, like you can picture them all. As I'm watching the show, I'm just imagining them, you know. Uh, and now, what's the guy's name? Jimmy Galecki or something Galecki? Oh, the guy from Roseanne? Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Yeah. You know, the, before the show starts, and you hey, folks, you ready oh, for yeah. a good show? And they're like, no, <laughs> Galecki. And he comes out, and he's waving to the audience. He's like, hey. You know, and then what's his, the, 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 the Kramer of the show? What's his name? Uh, the, the super The awkward, Indian guy or the, no, other, the, the Jewish su- guy? No, the super awkward, nerdy guy. Well, you know, the... the Howard. That, no, the one that everybody oh, talks no, no, about. Um, Sheldon. Sheldon. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, and are you ready for that wacky Sheldon? <laughs> do, you you like, do you like all the stereotypes <laughs> I just threw out there? Like the Indian guy? Oh, no, no, no. The, Jew. the Jewish guy. <laughs> so, and, you okay. know, and then, you know, he they runs that, out. Like, he runs out and he starts, you know, <laughs> you know, doing the finger <laughs> finger guns at the audience. He's like, Bazinga, right, guys? Bazinga. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, yeah, Bazinga. We got it. Oh, that's uh, awesome. you're, you're wacky. <laughs> Uh, just nothing about that show appeals to me, and it's a shame because I like the the Galecki guy. I like him as an actor because you know I, everybody saw him on Roseanne, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, just nothing about that show appeals to me. I just find it inane. And plus, there's so much good TV right now. Why would I waste my time with that? 
Yeah. I I don't know what I mean. Yeah, I have watched all the other. I kind of binge watched the other seasons because my buddy at work has me. Just kept bringing them in. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I burned. The, the seasons are not that long for twenty. I mean, with commercials, twenty minute episodes. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's not like I'm like, oh, what's going on in the Big Bang? <laughs> Got to figure yeah. that out. You know, what's that wacky Sheldon up to? Yeah, it's kind of like a filler show for me. <laughs> Do you think they're going to get together? You know, him and the neighbor. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll find out next season. Spoiler: They get together. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> but yeah, that elevator is going to work the last episode <laughs> of the I, entire I, I've show. I've told Mo like how much I hate the show, and you know, because you know I don't care. But Craig, I'm I'm almost afraid to tell him that I hate the show because oh. you know every now and then, not very often, but he's going to listen to this be, now. Uh, sometimes he'll be like, you know. Oh, there's this thing on Big Bang Theory, and, and immediately, like, in my imaginary eyes roll, you know, and I'm just like, ugh, do you have to tell me? Ugh. Go ahead. I don't yeah. actually, I take that back. I don't think Craig is going to listen to the show because I was talking to him at your son's birthday party. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, you started your coffee podcast. It's all about coffee. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, more or less. Nah. <laughs> Not at all. It's but... got, got beans in the title. <laughs> yeah, let's roll with it. <laughs> Craig doesn't listen to many podcasts. He doesn't even listen to the podcasts that he hosts. You know? Yeah. Does he do, does he do out any other ones? Or because you mm-hmm. have that? Yeah. No, just that one. That's another podcast that John is on. Metal up your ass. Metal up your ass. It's you as can, classy as it sounds. You can check it out. Yeah. We uh, do one about once every six months. So. Hey, you just posted one recently. 50th episode. Really? <laughs> yeah. Man, nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Let's move it along here. All right. All right. This is one of my favorite ones. Okay. What is the worst job you've ever had? Easy. Easy. All right. It was also my first, like, real job, if you're not counting, like, babysitting and um, mowing lawns. You know, it was okay. my first proper, yeah. like, I had to apply for it, you know, and uh, whatever. Uh, it was it was only one summer. It was a summer between my junior and senior year in high school. Uh huh. It was working at the local bean cannery. <laughs> okay. So here's how the bean cannery operates: uh, a semi trailer pulls up, and uh, full of beans, obviously. All right. Huh. <laughs> so and it spill, spills the beans. Spilling the beans right <laughs> yeah. now. So it raises what? up, you know, like a dump truck might, you know, like the yeah. back of a jump dump truck yeah, might. And it's ra- just full of loose beans just right now? Just full of loose beans freshly picked from a field somewhere. Oh, you green know? beans you're talking. Yeah, green okay. beans. And, uh, and then it spills the beans, uh, <laughs> I like. you know, out into like this, you know, big vat kind of thing. Yeah. And which then filters the beans out into a conveyor belt. And this is in the middle of Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, spills the beans out into a conveyor belt. And then as it goes along the conveyor belt, there are stations of people called pickers. Yeah. And they have to pick... All the bad ones? All the bad stuff. What? Out, off the conveyor belt, and there's a tub. You know, they've, 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 you know like the tote bins, like the Freaks big plastic tote you bins. Stuff. Like the big plastic tote bins. Yeah. Right? And they, they each have their own tote bin. They pick the stuff out, throw it in the tote bin. When their tote bin fills up, they lift it up, take it over to the dumpster, dump it, come back, keep going. As it goes by on this conveyor belt, it just does. It doesn't just go by like like roll by. It yeah. v- bounces, oh, you know, man. vibrates. So your yeah. eyes are looking at this stuff the whole time, you know, as yeah. it's going by. 
I was on the front lines, my friend. I was I was on the <laughs> this first. Was, this was your Vietnam. Yeah, well, I was, <laughs> I was I was in the first group of people as soon as it came down the conveyor belt. Oh man, I was in group number one, which means I got to pick out the dead birds, the dead oh. mice, the rats. Oh, I didn't even I didn't yeah, even consider that. Fro- fro- so many frogs, like just oh. just like a frog holocaust. It was disgusting. <laughs> Uh, you know, any like sticks, you know, anything that didn't belong in there, basically, I got to pick out, throw in my tote. And then after a good hour or so, I'd have a tote full of dead things and sticks and whatnot that I'd have to pick up, hoist over to the probably weighed like 40 pounds, hoist over to the uh dumpster, chuck it in the dumpster, and the smells uh, too. Yep, uh, and so. You had to wear vibrating dead thing. Oh, whoa! <laughs> you had yeah. to wear uh, you had to wear earplugs um, because it was super loud coming by. Yeah, um, and you know you couldn't wear headphones because it was too loud. Like even if you had headphones on, you wouldn't be able to hear what you what was going right. on. Right, you know, and this was back in ninety two. Oh, so man. it's not like ear noise canceling headphones were you know a thing. <laughs> uh, so it was it was just. Uh, it was just the uh, earplugs in all day. Oh man! And then when you pull out the earplugs, you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It take you a few moments to get used it's to. It's like you're getting like, your hearing back for the yeah. first time. <laughs> um, and I worked with at my station were uh, three elderly people. Um, one was an elderly couple. And they were just this cutest couple. Every day they'd sit and she'd pack lunch and they'd have lunch together at a yeah. nearby picnic bench because this was outside. So they were pickers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. This is what they were doing in their golden years. And then uh, <laughs> had they retired and this is what they're doing to make it some extra no, I cash. I think this is what they had been oh, doing okay. their entire All right. lives. All right. Uh, they weren't probably very well off. Yeah. And then there was um, another woman who was very senile. And I would have to tell her every day what my name was, where oh, I lived. Man. And uh, this is probably kind of mean, but I was in high school. But after a while, I just started making up stories. Because, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, she'd ask, so who are you? You know, and I'd tell yeah. her who I was. And, yeah. you know. And you then, had a new persona every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part to entertain Howdy. myself. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it was a... Uh, it was a it was a horrible job. And thankfully, I only had to do it for two months, but it was two brutal months. So it was just through the summer or something. Yeah, and uh, but it was it it had value because uh, my first couple of years in high school, I kind of fell off the wagon as far as academics go. Oh, and I was like, ah, who needs college? I'll just you know whatever. Yeah. The moment, like I got into that job, I set up a meeting with my guidance counselor at high school. To get myself back on track, oh man! So I could get back scared in, straight, so could, yeah. So I could get into college, and it worked, you know. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was yeah, it was a scared straight program basically. <laughs> so I mean, like, it, I, I, uh, I, it makes me feel sick thinking of the the vibrating stuff, yep. like and watching that. Yep, the vibrating conveyor belt all day, a super loud factory. And picking dead things out of beans oh, all day awful. long for eight hours a day. Like, there were no breaks, you know, as far as, like, if you had to go to the bathroom, you couldn't just get up and abandon your post and right. go go in the bathroom. You had to wait till, you know, the whistle blew. Okay, you got 15 oh, minutes. Go take care of your business, you know. And just Ugh. sat there on a stool all day long. Oh, you see, so you were just sitting. Yep. 
Not even standing, just sitting no, there. No, all day long. So the conveyor belt was like waist high. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, the one kind of, I guess, you know, if you're looking for a, you know, bright spot is it was outside, like under a, under a roof kind of thing, but it was mm-hmm. outside. So I had to be there at like 6 a.m. So I got to kind of watch the sun come up and, you know, it was, you know, nice yeah. day or whatever. Yeah, even nice. if it was raining, it was still nice, you know, because I was under the thing. Right. So I just sit there and yep. At least yeah. for open air. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what they did in the winter time. It was closed down in the winter. Oh, it was a seasonal job. Right. Yeah. yeah. So this is what these elderly people would do for the summer. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. And of course it was minimum wage, which was even better. Right. Yeah. What was minimum wage then? Uh four twenty five. Oh geez. <laughs> what is your earliest memory? Um this one I think about from time to time. Um, my parents got divorced when I was super little. Like, I was a year and a half. Oh, wow. And uh, so I don't really have any memories of them being together except this one. And uh, and I actually tracked down this memory one time because I was like, I need to know where this was, you know. Um, it was, I must, I, I, this, I found out later that I was being picked up from uh, my daycare um, okay, and it was at some lady's house uh, in my hometown, and uh, so I was, you know, put in a car seat, you know, and I was probably a year old, a little over a year old, and it's very fu- fuzzy, obviously. So yeah, I don't that's really, pretty young to have a yeah, first memory. Yeah, so I don't really remember, like, you know, it's all like, you know, you see those scenes in movies where it's got like a fog lens on it. Yeah, you know? so it's kind of like that. And the I, dream sequence. Yeah, yeah, and I remember my dad sitting in the passenger seat and my mom coming around to the car, like to the driver's seat and getting in the car and driving away. And that's really all that I remember about it. But yeah. I think it stuck with me and this this might be kind of a downer because it's really the only memory I have of my parents together. Right. You know, like and my dad living with us. Yeah. So that's probably why it stuck with me. And then years later I uh I happened to be walking down that street and that house looked familiar. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and I'm like, that looks like the house in that memory, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I wound up finding out who the person was that lived there, and I, I happened to go to school with the girl, with a girl who lived in that house. And, uh, and I was like, why do I, have I been in your house? And she's like, oh, yeah, when you were a baby, my mom used to babysit you. Oh, crazy. And I was like, oh, okay. So she, wow. her mom was my daycare person, and that's how I remember. So that. then, did you t- tell your mom about it or something? Yeah, and I was like, so did you, did I go to daycare at this whatever her name was? And she's like, yeah, when you were like a year old, you know, not for very long. Yeah. And I'm like, I remember it. And she's like, No, you don't. I'm like, No, no, I have like this, like this very foggy memory of you know. And I, I described it to her, and she's like, That's insane. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Yeah, but like I said, I think maybe. I mean, if I had to guess, I think it's because it's the only like memory that I have. Mm-hmm. So I kind of kept it, you know. Right. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And that's. Uh... I know what happens a lot of time with me is that I've heard a story about myself over and over and over yeah. that I that I convince myself that that's a, that's a memory. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I totally remember the goat chewing on my shirt at Disney World and it was <laughs> yeah. like when I was 9 months old. It's like, yeah. no, probably yeah. not. Yeah. But is it that's possible? That's a little bit undeniable. Yeah, well, and the thing is is 
sometimes I doubt it because I'm just like, is it possible to remember something when I'm that young? I mean, that's it seems it's like impossible, be. right? And the fact that I like tracked it down, you know, it makes me believe it. But I, at the same time, I'm like, maybe I don't know. Maybe well, I'm full of crap. I don't know. This, I mean, the same thing happened to me recently. I don't, I don't usually like to dive into my. Yeah, I know. When I answer my my own questions, but yeah. I was racking my brain thinking about my earliest memory. Yeah. And I was like, I was about a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, my family would take trips down to Mexico because my great grandma lived in Mexico with her boyfriend. Yeah. Who took it took care of the Greyhounds this racetrack. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another <laughs> story for another time. <laughs> yeah. But but we went and my parents were like, no, you don't remember that. And there was this guy named Raul, and he would give us candy. <laughs> And uh, and I was like, yeah, he gave us those those dots, those candy dots on the paper. Yeah, they were like, yeah. I was like, yeah, and he wore a white suit. I was like, yeah, he did wear a white suit. <laughs> and it's stuff that they wouldn't they wouldn't yeah. tell me in a story if they're right. telling me a story. Yeah. And so, I guess, yeah. Strange. Yeah. Yeah, and I've 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 got kind of a bad memory. Like for most things, people ask me if I remember something. I'm like, no. Like Mo mem- remembers more things about my life than I do. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Like he'll be like, oh yeah, like that time you did this. I'm like, I forgot all about that. How do you? <laughs> it's like, oh, you told me about it. Like, okay. But you know, and there are times I can't even like, I get up in the living room and I for- I go to the kitchen and by the time I get there, I forget why I went oh, there. Oh yeah, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know? But for some reason, like these little tiny moments you know that mm-hmm. are probably three minutes long you know i've, I've got yeah. little memories of those that's crazy that your year and a half year old brain was like hold on to this one <laughs> yeah, this is I important guess. i guess so you know yeah well i mean it probably wasn't important in the grand scheme of things but that's like the one thing that right maybe like a happy around. memory of your parents together yeah. still yeah yeah so you lived with your mom most of the time yeah yeah full time i would see my dad every you know month or two Oh, you'd go, go yeah. hang out with him or something? Yeah, yeah, for the weekend. Did they live in the same town after that? Uh, off and on. He moved like two towns over, you know, like about 40 miles away for a while. And those weren't happy times because he got remarried and his he's on his third wife now. Oh, wow. Third okay. and a half because they're, they're on the outs. Oh, no. Uh, but uh, But his second wife was just... Uh, evil evil woman oh. you know, just a terrible person yeah so and, you didn't really want to hang out yeah so I, I you know i could put a lot of i could you know put blame on him for the whole thing but part of it was like i just didn't want to go because i i didn't like her yeah you know, i didn't like being there so yeah if, if the opportunity came up to go to my dad's i'd be like yeah i'm good yeah yeah because i don't want to see divorced her when i was about when i was about eight or nine so after that then you know obviously things got better but yeah so I saw a lot more of him after that, but for most of my young childhood, I didn't see him a whole lot. Hmm. Yeah. All right. That was that was a good answer. All right. Woo! Time. Let's move this along. All right. What are your What are two of your bucket list items? Uh, let's see. I've got one. Okay. I mean, I th- I've got a few, but most of them are revolve around travel. You know. Yeah. Like I want to go to Japan really badly. Anything like specific that you want to see there? Way. Just Japan. Okay. Know, just because it's so different. Yeah. From from everything and so much of what I consume is like Japanese, you know, that I'm just I'm, I've always been fascinated by 
Asian culture in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess going to Japan and then, I mean, if we want to, I don't know if this counts as a second one, but I also want to go to England really badly. Um, Just because I've always wanted to go to England. Yeah, that that counts. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, it's all travel-based, basically. uh, What draws you most to England? Uh, kind of the same thing. Like I've always been fascinated by the culture a little bit. You like, just want to try and make one of those soldiers laugh. It's <laughs> no, like your one goal. Not so life. much. <laughs> not, not, I, I don't. I'm not really. I guess I'm not really uh, interested in seeing like the landmarks uh-huh. as much as I am. I, I just like seeing like the neighborhoods. Really. Yeah. You know, if I go to if I go to Japan someday, sure, I'll hang around in Tokyo. But I'd really like to go to like smaller towns and just yeah. see see things like that that's just kind of normal life yeah. stuff that you're not seeing yeah yeah that's the stuff that i'm mostly interested in i just like seeing you know like oh look look at that neighborhood that looks different than yeah our, that's me our, too our neighborhoods you know when i go someplace it's i would i'd want to talk to a local find yeah. out where where i should eat just yeah. the regular local places that people eat yeah and just kind of hang out yeah yeah i like that i'm not interested in seeing big ben or any of that that sort of thing you know? i'd want to see big ben yeah I mean, sure, I'll I'll see it as I drive by. That'd be pretty cool. But <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd be more interested in just you know going to a small little village or something, and uh-huh. checking that out. I don't know. That, to me, that's more interesting. I guess. Yeah. Um, Phil Hames, he's a guy that we met through like working on websites and stuff. Uh huh. And I've gotten to be really good friends with him over the past like ten, fifteen years. And uh, he just actually moved here. He married an American girl and uh they live in nashville now but i was the best man at his wedding a couple years ago and i got to meet his family his family are awesome people so i'm kind of hoping i can go over there and yeah go stay with their family yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah take the fam yeah exactly so and the boys are a little bit older yeah yeah yeah, i can enjoy it yeah all right here we go okay if you could tell your younger self anything what would it be Dave, <laughs> you stole my last question. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's kind of a twist on it. It's all right, kind of a, all right. It's kind of a variation of it. I'm gonna have to whip something, uh, whip something out quick. We can pause it and you can rethink your question. Yeah. I saw, I saw this look out of your eyes, and I'm like, oh no, what did I do with this question? <laughs> uh, mine was more like, if you could go back to a point in time with the knowledge you have now, you know, what would you? You know, what pure point of time would it be? Oh, you just stole one of my questions. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's later. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so that if one. I could go tell my younger self anything. Yeah. Um, okay. I grew up in a in a small town with all the typical small town things that you'd uh-huh. expect. Uh, just a, like very sheltered, narrow-minded kind of thing. Um and you know like narrow minded as far as like, like religion politics yeah, yeah all of the above racism yeah all that all, jazz all okay of all of it there's you know there is one way for you to behave when you're growing up there's one you know only a certain you, you should be into these things if you're into anything else you're you know weirdo or whatever you know it's a very you know, it's, it's like a you, know, you see a small town on TV. That's the small, not and not the Norman Rockwell one either. Right, like the the bad one. Yeah. Um, so, I hopefully get, not as bad as like the 
backwoods New Orleans town and true detective because that that's oh. that's my nightmares. <laughs> yes. Seriously, that not, is my nightmares. Not that I know of. I know it is like the meth capital of Wisconsin. Oh, seriously? I know that. Yeah. That oh, man. Our, our county is Lincoln. stumble across all these a lot of a lot of people cold medicine I went, boxes. A lot of people I went to high school with are in prison or, you know, Ooh, from dealing meth? Yeah. Cooking it, dealing it. Oof. You know, Breaking uh, Bad hit a little bit too close to home. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, you know, you see them and they've got like half a tooth left. You know that kind of thing oh. from the from the meth. It's it's rough, man. And there's no money in that town, so that's yeah. That's yeah. We were. Yeah. I was. I can't wait to take you there. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. That's where our cabin is. It's our vacation spot. <laughs> Guys, weekend at meth capital of America. It's ta- it's calmed down a bit in the last couple of years, but about when I it. when I lived in Cheyenne, it was the same. Yeah. It's Highway 80 and Highway 25 go all the way across the U.S. either direction. Yeah. And so there's a big. They meet in Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah. And tons of drugs go through there. Yeah. And so they have all these meth billboards that are like before drugs, after <laughs> after meth, and it's just <laughs> like they don't have any teeth. Right. Like. So if I'd go, if I could go back and tell my younger self anything, it would yeah. be that, uh, you know, because you don't, ha- I had no frame of reference really. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, oh well, this is these are. These are the authority figures, you know. Yeah. These are my uh, the people I'm supposed to look to for guidance, or you know, these are my examples. You know, I guess I would just tell them no. <laughs> you know, it's it's going to get better, but it's not going to get yeah. better until you get out of here. Yeah. So just ride it out, you know. Which yeah. I guess I did to a certain degree, but I did so without much confidence. You know, like I was like, am I? something wrong with me like i don't yeah. find any of this appealing you know yeah uh so i would just give my younger self encouragement just say you're on the right track you know don't feel bad about it yeah you know so i think that's a response that a lot of people come away well you grow up with. and you're not sure yeah like, especially if you don't have a strong role model or somebody to encourage you right. you know you're not sure am i doing this right right you know? You don't you don't know. If if you don't have that role like the really solid role model, you know. Yeah. If you don't have that, you don't you have no way of knowing. You know, you're just like, Okay, hope I'm doing this right. So I just had to kick the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> just make it up to noise. Uh well Yeah. You kinda you like what you said, you didn't have you didn't really have anybody like a role model, anybody to look up to and no one being like, You're yeah. gonna be okay. Yeah, you know, you know, I, my mom remarried when I was about seven, and uh, and my stepdad, you know, he's a good enough guy, you know, he's not a bad guy by any means, yeah. but he, so he's uh, still around. Oh yeah, They're, yeah, they they he was stuck at the, it together. He was at the birthday party oh, last week. Yeah, okay. Um, he's like eighty one now. You know, he's uh, um, but uh. So it's not like he he wasn't necessarily a bad guy. He just wasn't, you know, he wasn't like a dad. I guess you know. He's, yeah. And you know, he's another guy. Yeah, he's just a dude. You know, and he yeah. he, was, he had no idea how to parent somebody, and you know, he wasn't. Children a, just came with the package. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I would yeah I would go back and say, you're doing okay. It's gonna be cool. Just ride it out. You'll be out of here soon enough. <laughs> so then your first time out of the town when you were going to college? Uh, I went to college like less than an hour away. But uh, 
we talked about before how I almost didn't go to college. Right. The first two years I had to go to like, uh, it was kind of an extension. It was still part of the university system, but <laughs> I wasn't getting into any good schools considering right. the first half of my high school career, right. you know, and, and, yeah. and just the way I said to hell with it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I still lived at home for two years, okay. my first two years of college. And oh. then, and then I moved to, uh, to, uh, like an hour away. And went to college, but immediately after college, I moved over here. Oh, okay. To Minneapolis. So. And is, you just ended up here because you had friends here? Uh, my dad lived here, my sister lived here, and then I was in a band at the time, and they all wanted to move over here. Well, a oh. couple of them were already living here, so. Yeah. So we just. It was all, a logical move. Yeah, we just all moved into a pair of duplexes or, together. Maybe a natural move. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I kind of, ever since my, my dad moved over here when I was in sixth grade. So I kind of just assumed this is where I'd wind up because I knew I didn't want to live in Merrill. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm moving to Minneapolis when all this nonsense is over <laughs> with. By, by like age 12, I just kind of assumed oh. that this is oh, where okay. I was Oh, okay. So you kind of had it in mind yeah, already. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Next one. This I like this one. I like them all, but all right. uh, do you have any rituals or habits? Uh I'm uh I don't know that I have any habits necessarily or rituals, but I am I do like I get super obsessive about making sure everything is ready. Oh you know what I mean? Okay. Like yeah. Before I go to bed at night, I get all the kids stuff ready for the morning. Mm-hmm. So I I have I have seen that we because we uh stream playing video games sometimes yeah. on Twitch. Uh-huh. And I noticed, like, you put in, like, a, like a vitamin out for one of the kids yeah, or something I like that for the table. next morning. Yeah. 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 I set the table. I get everything ready because I, 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 I'm I, not a morning person. This is part of the reason why. But I'm not a morning person, so I sleep, and I have the kids sleep as late as possible. Uh-huh. So I can just get them up, put them at the kitchen table. I'll go take a shower. By the time I come out, they're done with breakfast. They brush your teeth. We're out yeah. the door. You know, the whole thing takes 45 minutes total. I've got, right. I've got it timed down. you got it down. Yeah. So that's kind of my ritual every night is I make sure everything's set. Like Ethan's school bag is mm-hmm. ready. His snack for school's in there. His homework's in there. If he's got library books to return, those are in there. Yeah. You know, everything's like boom, boom, boom. So in the morning, and if I swear if those kids deviate from from the plan <laughs> by over. one inch in the morning, I'm on them, man. I'm all over them. <laughs> like, get in there and brush your teeth now. We don't have time. <laughs> Oh, but, that's uh, good. I mean, I guess those are, I don't know if it's like habits or ritual, but I don't know. I just, I, I'm just, I like being efficient, I guess, you know, yeah. and, and making the most of the time, like making sure but, we've, you know, we can do as much as we can. I'll tell you what, that you really inspired me, honestly. How's that? Well, because I was, because I was over and it's late. You got all the you got the kids' plates set up. You got their yeah. vitamins out for them. Yeah, like John is so. Pre- I left being like John is so prepared for the next morning, <laughs> because I I feel like my mornings are chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm always rushing around. Yep. I have I have zero extra time. Uh huh. To the point where like. If well, Jess, I've got zero extra time too, but that's just because I plan yeah, it all minute like by minute. You know, like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if I'm gonna be able to get my lunch packed in time, <laughs> kind of thing. Like yeah. I'm wondering if I'm gonna be able to get the coffee ready. Yeah, coffee's number one. Lunch yeah. is secondary. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I actually started setting out my clothes the night before. 
and I, yeah. I lay them all out. Yep. Of course, I get dressed in the living room because everybody's asleep. <laughs> but yeah. But it started from me seeing that and being like. <laughs> John is so ready. I can do this. <laughs> yeah, I so, get I get all their clothes out the night before. Uh, I get my clothes out the night before. Just everything all set to go. Just ready. Yeah, and then this is and this is where I think you I'm wasting shower run. Well, I think I'm like wasting my time to a certain degree because then in the morning, if I do have a couple minutes left, I start getting stuff ready for the evening. Oh, so like I'll right. maybe I'll maybe even set the table for dinner. Oh man! You know, or in the I'll, morning before you go to work, if I've got a few extra minutes, right. or or I'll go uh, I'll go into the kids' bedrooms and get their clothes out for the next day. Oh, you know, man. like like just so I don't know. Just because I'm like, well, I've got a few extra minutes, I might yeah. as well do something productive. Well get more yeah. ready. Yeah, save my time later. You know, if I've got extra time now, I can save it for later. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's my one an, a super annoying weird habit. I don't think it's, I mean it's good. Yeah, I guess. Saves I guess. you time. Yeah, it does. I like before I left tonight I had to get all the kids stuff ready. So it's all sitting on the kitchen table and ready to go hey. cuz I knew I'd probably be home late and I didn't yeah. wouldn't feel like doing right. it later. Yeah. Leaves you time for your peanut butter and toast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is that really what drives everything at night? Like, it's just a peanut butter and like, toast. I, that peanut butter better be freaking ready for me. <laughs> I'm going to do this now so I can enjoy my peanut butter. <laughs> watch a little, not watch Big Bang, watch something else. Yeah. If nah, this is a new question. Okay. Out of the three episodes I've had so far, <laughs> I haven't asked this question. All right. I I actually toyed with the idea of asking the same 10, 15 questions every time. Yeah. Um then it wouldn't be as spontaneous. I, I like to I like yeah. to deviate. Yeah, I yeah. don't want I don't want people to know what I'm going to ask every time. Yeah, yeah. Some questions carry over. Right. Or I try to rephrase them a little bit, but there's some of my like my absolute favorites that need to stay. But yeah. this is a new one. If money was no object, what would you do all day? And I'm not saying I'm not saying like uh what's all the stuff you would buy because you have zero money. Like yeah. Like you're just a super wealthy dude. It's a regular and day. I don't have to go back to work ever again. It's up to you. Okay. Well, I, I definitely would do that. Okay. Like I would not go back to work. Right. At least not. Not that I hate my job, but I don't do my job because I love it. You know, right. It's a means to an end. Yeah. Um. I guess you know what I like doing the most is like, um, which I haven't done a lot of lately, sadly, but is like creative stuff so you know the stuff that uh mo and hill and i would make like musically mm -hmm. or you know if i could if i could do stuff like that you know on a regular basis like during the day if that was my thing to do yeah that would be amazing yeah you know that would be that's probably how i'd spend my time yeah i or, find that totally relatable because yeah. i i i mean like to create stuff like yeah. i feel like our podcasts are definitely creating something yeah something yeah <laughs> you know it's not <laughs> whether they have value is, is up for debate but it starts conversations yeah yeah, yeah. gets people talking builds community yeah yeah um yeah but it neither we're not doing it because we make any money no it's just a creative God, outlet no. <laughs> you know and i i mean i ran into a place where i needed a creative outlet of some kind yeah to just yeah balance out the san insanity i think yeah yeah you know um 
like I said, I haven't done it much. I haven't done as much as I should. There are times when I start feeling really down about it. Like I feel like I'm consuming too much mm-hmm. and not creating enough. Oh. And, uh, you know, I guess there are reasons that I haven't done much lately, a whole bunch of them, but one of them is, you know, the movie. Like, we haven't mm-hmm. finished the movie, so I feel like I shouldn't until that's done because we have certain obligations that need yeah. to be met. Do you want to say a little bit about the movie? Uh, so, um, about five or six years ago, uh, Hilden and I, so your cousin, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, we wrote a script for a movie. Um, I wrote like the first draft, like just a treatment. And then he, you know, it was just kind of a fun project. Zombie movie. Yeah. I was like, we should make a movie, you know? And he was like, all right. So I wrote out like a, it was like 20 pages, like in a word document or something. Oh, wow. Like a 20 page outline kind of thing. Yeah. And it just kind of, it kind of came naturally because I had, you know, all the ideas in mind, like the Uh rough story. And it was super rough and it wasn't very funny. It was just, it wasn't meant to be, I guess. But it was was just more of a, here here are the ideas, here are the, you know, here's who they're going to meet, here's what's going to happen. And then I gave it to him. And as he would do, he came back with like it all fleshed out, <laughs> you know, all these additional scenes, this character suddenly had a backstory, you know, and there are suddenly tons of hilarious jokes or <laughs> hilarious to us at least. I don't know. Yeah. It remains to be seen whether anybody else will find yeah. it funny. Oh, but, I'm sure people will. But, uh, and then I was like, wow, okay. And then, <laughs> so I, I grabbed it and then I did the same thing. Like I started fleshing pieces out and, and, uh, and whatnot. And then we just sat on it for like two years and then, uh, like three years ago, in order to light a fire under us, under us, Mo just went out and bought the camera and said, "Okay, we're doing it." <laughs> Mo was the uh, the third guy to our yeah super the hardest podcast. Yeah, so he went out and bought a camera just to be like, "Well, we got no choice now. I bought a camera." Yeah. So we we're like, "Okay," and uh, we we raised five grand on Kickstarter. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, in like a week, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like shocked but uh and uh and we filmed it all in the home my hometown um because that's where i had i had said it on purpose because i knew these people like (laughs) the people in the movie these characters weren't necessarily based on real people though a couple of them were like the lead character but they're based on just like a just you know people that i had known or or like a type of person that yeah. i had known um so we filmed it there and you know it took us quite a while to film it you know because we had to do it on weekends and we had to travel to get there and stuff but uh but so we're sitting on it and we're still trying to finish it and yeah i feel like and i guess that's why i haven't really done anything creative because i feel like i can't mm-hmm. i'd feel bad doing it until we finish this because right like yeah I we said, were just talking about that yeah like i said so many people gave us money and, and encouragement and so many people like helped us out while we were there like mm-hmm. the whole town of merrill no joke like stepped up we had the police department helping us out like doing <laughs> security that was really uh, we amazing had businesses giving up their you know like letting us film inside their place and outside their place yeah. you know so i uh, i wouldn't feel right about going after anything i guess right i don't know how we got there but uh then it's fine that's a lot of flow (laughs) it's a snake trail man yeah it'll get done it'll be good yeah it will unfortunately i don't know anything about film editing or you know oh me neither all that stuff so it's kind of out of my hands at this moment i don't know how to edit this even (laughs) (laughs) so i'm so thankful for jeff i mean if i could take it over i would i would love to but yeah i just i have no clue yeah 
All right, next one. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you were afraid? Oh, that's this is one question that I'm always gonna have. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's probably freaky that I'm like, oh yeah, this is. I love this. I love uh, to figure out people's fears. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's interesting. I think I think it's interesting to find out what makes people afraid. And kind of how you deal with it, too. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know if this is a cop-out answer, if this is even my answer, but being a dad, I'm, like, in a constant state of fear, Oh, you know, to a certain yeah. degree. Like, it's always, yeah. like, there's always, like, you know, this background noise of fear in my brain. You yes. Know? You know, it's, like, yeah. constantly there. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, every time I drop off my son at school, you know, I'm, like, there's, like, Bzzz. There's a lot of faith involved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, nobody's going to jack up my kid today, right? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, every time I drop my other son off at daycare, you know, <laughs> you know there's that fear. Um, but, I mean, I don't know if that counts because that's just, like, a daily, you know, it's it's not... I mean, it's just like a daily paranoia. Yeah, it's like, nerve-wracking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I could get super dark on you, I guess, but... Do it. <laughs> that's this fine. is what I live for. It's fine. I, I have, feed I have, on the darkness. I have questions that'll get us out of the darkness. Okay, good. So you're okay. Um, uh, I guess... Uh, let me take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the day Hilden died, I guess. Was yeah. Probably. You might get what you were asking for. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, probably the most terrified I've ever been. Yeah. Another sip. Deep breath. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna um, get. You're gonna get me going now too. Just because. <laughs> uh, I told you that he and I wrote the script together. And, yeah. Um, that was just one of like dozens of things that we'd worked on yeah and uh if not hundreds of things we'd worked on ever since i've known him but mainly when he moved back over to the area like we started working online together we started doing projects for websites yeah um writing articles we the whole drunken gamers thing came from um an old article we used to like a column we used to write for this website um where he would it, it was like this weird it was it was basically like a podcast, but in written form. You know, we had this mm-hmm. dialogue going back yeah, and I forth. Yeah, well, I remember. Uh, I remember when you guys started that website. I would because yeah. he told me about it, and I would check it all the time. Yeah, and I would read all the stuff and be like, "Oh, these guys are hilarious." <laughs> yeah. But I, I never met. I didn't meet you guys till the funeral. Yeah. And uh, and and you know, he would usually end it with a comic of some sort, you know, like it was this long yeah, column totally and then I would say, like, click here for the comic, you know, yeah. and it would be, you know, about the people who wrote for the site or it would be about he and I or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we eventually left that and started a different website on our own. And then we brought Mo into it. And especially when Mo moved back here a few years later, you know, but Hilden and I kind of, we, we would go to E3 together, mm-hmm. you know, we'd create little goofy projects together and then the musical stuff we started doing together, and then eventually Mo started participating in that more. Um, but I think throughout it all, like like Hilden was kind of the closest creative partner I I had, mm-hmm. you know, and that requires a certain amount of like trust. Yeah, you know, like I trusted him to say, "Here's my idea." Yeah, what, what do you think of this? And he was always just so damn encouraging, mm-hmm. you know. 
Like he's like, oh, that's great. Or he'd yeah. be like, well, that's cool, but maybe we could do it this way, you know? <laughs> yeah. But he was never like, dude, right. shut up. You right. Know? Right. So if, it's a total, it's, uh, it's rare that you have a 100% safe place. That, and yeah, and that's the thing that's, is that, <clears throat> is that, I mean, so, I mean, obviously, Christine, my wife, you know, I'm closer to her than anybody. Right. Right. But there are things about me that she just doesn't get, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure there are things about you that Jess probably doesn't. Right. I mean, maybe it's not that she doesn't get, but she's just like, uh, I don't, I can't go there. Like oh, a, yeah. That, like video games. Yeah. My wife does not understand why but I like, with, why I enjoy Hilden, playing video games. With Hilden, there was nothing like that. I mean, the only thing we didn't do together was like make out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, I've got a lot of very good friends and, 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 and I, I'm, I'm really lucky for that. You know, like Moe's a great friend. You know, right. He's, 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 you know, he's, he's not even a friend. He's, he's family at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's like a brother. Um, yeah. You know, Craig, I've known him longer than anybody else. And, and, you know, he, you know, I'm super close to him. But with Hilden, it was different just because we were just so in tune, you know, as far as that stuff goes. Like, I never felt awkward about bringing something to him, whether it was creative or just personal or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I guess losing that, I was like, who's going to fill that? Like nobody, like yeah. it's gone. Right. You know, that void is, I can't ever fill that void. Right. No. Um, and, uh, that was kind of the thing that like hit me immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, and I guess it's selfish to a certain degree. Cause I'm like, Oh, what about me? <laughs> you know, what yeah. am I going to do? Right. And I remember saying that to Mo when I called him and told him that Hilden had died. I was like, what the hell are we going to do? Yeah. You know, and, and Mo's like, oh, we'll figure it out. I don't know. You know, cause he's just pragmatic, you know, and he's, I mean, yeah, he just, well, he, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that he's, I don't know. That's, that didn't sound right. Not that he's. I didn't. I don't mean pragmatic. Like he's, you know, like he was obviously it, devastated. You well, know, yeah, and he, was pro- like he, he was probably feeling emotions feeling, or anything like that. Yeah, yeah he's probably just, feeling the exact same thing that I was. But there's some people that that um, stuff like that kind of paralyzes. Yeah, and then there's other people that are like dealing with it, and but still moving the train forward. Yeah, I I yeah. I'm more on the paralyzing side. I think. Yeah, well, I I, I think, and I think I mean I'm so grateful for Mo because he got me out of the paralysis thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I would have, the podcast would have been over. The website would have been done. I would have refunded everybody's money out of my own pocket. If I had to for the movie, Yeah, I would have just canceled all of it. Yeah. But, uh, he was, uh, he was far more like, no, let's do this. You know, Mm -hmm. let's make it happen. So I'm, I'm glad for that, but yeah, it'll be a good memory for him. Like, uh, in like, yeah. Yeah. But uh so that was I guess when I was most afraid is uh is that like not just that day but that whole thing. Right, that period of yeah. time. Like I was afraid for everything, you know, I'm like what about the girls? What about you know, like what about everything? Like yeah. all this fun stuff that we've done we're never going to do that again, <laughs> you know, right. it's over. Yeah. Um yeah, it was it, I've I've been lucky that I've had like a really good life mm-hmm. where I haven't experienced really like anything traumatizing. Yeah, that extreme loss. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could argue that, you know, parents getting divorced, but I didn't know any different, you know, growing up. A year up. and a half. Yeah, I was a yeah. year and a half old. So it's not like, you know, it destroyed our home. 
mm-hmm. I didn't know my home any other way, you know. Right. Um, so, yeah, that that was by far uh, the most difficult and terrifying thing I'd ever gone through. Right. You know, and kind of still is to a certain degree. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I forgot. I don't have that anymore. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I was just. I was just um, texting with somebody today, and I, I was talking about how amazing it is that. Well, because he and I were both having kids at the end of June. Yeah. And it it's uh, it's amazing how fast our bodies and our routines adapt to whatever the new normal is. Yeah. You know. Yep. Sometimes it totally sucks that you have to adapt. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying a new kid's gonna totally. Uh, that's not that's <laughs> what I'm. Mean, but like a death of a really good friend. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And all of a sudden you adapt and you it's it's weird because sometimes you have this guilt where you're like I'm I'm moving along. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I feel that all the time. Like, yeah. oh, I forgot to think about Hilden yesterday. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I gotta cut myself. Like, yeah, it's like almost a skill. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta pay retributions for that. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I, I probably should. I mean, I feel like I'm f- fairly well adjusted as far as a you know, as far as like a person. Yeah, but I, I probably have screwed up by not seeing someone. You know, mm-hmm. talking to someone. I guess. But at this point, I'm like, it's been two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been. Yeah, I think about that too for myself. Yeah, I feel like I should see someone yeah. and talk about. It. I think this is helpful. For, I I honestly think having these conversations with friends coming over and doing yeah. these talks helps me. Yeah, just communicate with other people. You know, and focus less. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's there. I mean, there have been like I guess silver linings i guess to come out yeah. of it it's, that that's a bad way to put it but right um you know like i appreciate my friends a lot more now yeah me too and i and that was like something immediately that i was like you know i had an immediate appreciation for all my my friends like i said i'm lucky enough to have a lot of people that i consider my best friends you know yeah and um, I- when when i call Hilden, my best friend. I don't mean that Mo's not my best friend. Right. You know, it's just you know, there's like a you know, there's a there's an inner circle. You know. Yeah. Um. And you know, like Mo and I, for example, I don't know that we'd we'd be we'd still be super close. Like, but I don't know that we'd be as close as I feel we are now. You know. Yeah. So that's been good. And I, um, not to get too much on my experience with it too but yeah but i think it also makes you realize who do you have in your life that you don't need to spend time with yeah and i don't mean that in a heartless way no. but it no. was kind of like in, <clears throat> almost instantly some of the things that i was worried about and the people that i was spending time with <laughs> yeah. i was like i don't want to spend time with those people anymore yeah yeah and i'm not going to yeah and I, i've made those cuts before yeah I, and I've, it's i've been like Okay, it's time to trim the fat. Yes. <laughs> and it sounds heartless. No. But it's like and, uh, it's this is doing neither of us any good. Right. And and um for me, growing up in like 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 a like a Christian Christian way of life kind of thing. Yeah. 
And it's like, oh, God is love. Jesus wants us to love everybody. Yeah. I had this really hard time realizing that you can still love someone, yeah. but be like, I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> yeah. Still love you, though. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is... I'm going to love you from afar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I, like I, I wish really good things for you. Yeah. But I'm not going to be around to see those good things happen. Right. You know, yeah. and yeah. that's totally 100% okay. You know what's been great is that a few of those people that I've made those decisions about, I've kind of accidentally touched base with yeah, them it's come back years, around. Down, years down the road. And I've been pleasantly surprised, not surprised, but just pleasantly, I've pleasantly experienced, oh, well, you're doing well. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you're. You know, yeah, you're, you're not such an animal anymore. You know, I'm really That's a nice glad, way to put it. I'm really glad to see you got it together. Anyway, see you in ten years. You know, yeah, it's like you're far enough away at that point where it's not like let's let's hang out. No, it's no, like, no. Like no, I've been good yeah. without it, yeah. and I'm glad that you're good too. Maybe yeah. maybe what we needed was just to be apart. Right. Yeah. All right. Next next. Uh, We'll move on here. The, yeah, let's that, lighten. Let's that's lighten. the darkest one we're going to get here. Good. Well, it depends. Depends All how you right. answer this next question, I think. <laughs> right. What is the strangest thing you have ever seen? Oh, boy. I grew up in central Wisconsin. I saw a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> the one the one tooth meth lady. <laughs> yeah, those, those are everywhere there. Um, that's just that's not strange. That's the that's the new That's sad. Uh, I don't know if it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. Um, it's just like strange experiences, I guess. And uh, do you ever go somewhere and you just feel like you're an alien? Like, oh know, yeah, it's just like, who am I? Am I the one that's messed up here? What's um, <laughs> I've been to? I might, I might add a story, one of my own stories, <laughs> with after that question. But go, go I've ahead. I've been to a lot of. Uh, weddings in central wisconsin okay and most of them are the fault of my wife like she for she went through a period where anybody she was even like remotely connected to we had to go to their wedding you know (laughs) oh i used to back in seventh grade i had third period home ec with this person i got to go to their wedding you know yeah it was just ridiculous um so uh one of the strangest weddings was um this was her cousin, though, so it was a family member. And sadly, like, my in-laws are, you know, yeah. and my, like, the Litkey side of my family is the same way. It's it's backwoods stuff, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty bizarre, but um, we went to the, uh, we went to the um, service, you know, the, the ceremony. The wedding ceremony and then afterwards we had to go to the dinner and all that business uh-huh. so we went to the wedding ceremony and that was just whatever it was a it was a central wisconsin lutheran church wedding ceremony that was nothing we get to <laughs> that was nothing <laughs> yeah that was, i mean that was just you know whatever right uh we get to the uh reception hall and it's uh it's in a gravel park it's got a gravel parking lot and as we pulled in, the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo was doing donuts, spinning donuts in the parking lot, like kicking up this massive cloud of dirt 
and rock and 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 smoke. Oh, I'm losing it over here. <laughs> and to, you know, as I pulled in, I just stopped in the driveway just so I could cuz witness it and because I didn't want to get our car all covered with whatever was going on. And uh <laughs> Stop. And it finally, they finally get done doing their don't. They park, and out jumps the bride and groom. <laughs> they were in the mystery machine. <laughs> and, and I was flabbergasted. Uh, like we really screwed up on our wedding. So we should have got the mystery uh, machine. Oh my gosh. Uh, and uh, I mean that was just one strange thing in a whole evening of you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Were they wearing all camo tours at a different wedding? Uh, I think you no, told me about some other wedding. No, or... he was uh he was he was uh like in the navy or something, so he was wearing his, you know full gear. Yeah, the, you know, the big buttons and everything. So they weren't dressed up in no and scooby-doo no gear. but there are all sorts of really awkward wedding toasts like you remember that night we got all drunk <laughs> yeah it was a good time anyway congratulations <laughs> you know that kind of thing and uh, the table we were sitting at they were taking bets on how long the wedding the marriage was gonna last oh uh, i guess it. two years and i was pretty close really yeah yeah uh, i was pretty close that was that's really good. I don't know if that's the strangest thing I've ever seen, but that's, that's one of the first things that popped in my head. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's my wife's extended family. <laughs> we don't talk. I, we refer to her uncle, who was the dad of the girl who got married. We refer to him as uh, cousin Eddie. Cousin you know, Eddie from uh, vacation movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy Quaid's character. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. We refer to him as cousin Eddie because he's oh, a lot man. like him. All right, I got two left. All right. Um, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, well, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be a rock and roll musician. Uh, well, yeah, you were in a band for a little while. Ten years. Drums, right? Yeah. That crashed and burned. <laughs> <laughs> falling out? No, you guys, no. you guys didn't really have a falling out, right? No, I'm still very good friends. Yeah. With- Almost all of them. Um, but, Just realized uh, that wasn't going to be your main source of income. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was never even my side source of income. <laughs> was, I yeah. put more money into that than than I ever got out of it. Mm. Um, but uh, but uh, now, I guess, you know, it's I, I can give you the generic, like, old man answer where I just want to be happy, Dave. Hey, that's fine. You know? Um, that's fine. Because really, I, I've got a job that I'm actually pretty happy with. Um, of course, like I said, I'd love a better job. You know? Right. I'd love to sit around and drink beer and play right. video games for yeah. money. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, but, I think uh, we all have those things where if somebody called us and said, hey, I want to pay you the same amount of money you're making now, but you're going to be doing this. Yeah. You, there were no hesitation to be like, yeah, I'll yeah, do exactly. that. Exactly. No, I'm pretty happy, though. I mean, Good. I think I am what I want to be. Good. When I grew up, for the most part, um, there are probably a few things in my life I'd change, but I'm content. Like, I I don't have really, you know, any major problems, I guess. I don't have anything that I'm, you know, hugely, uh, that, that I feel like is hugely missing from my life. 
I think that's a good place to be. I don't. Yeah. I think there. Are, I, it took me a long ass time to get there. Yeah. But I feel like I'm kind of there. You know. I kind of feel like there's a small percentage of people that say, "Yeah, I'm content with where I'm at." Yeah. Yeah. That's a good place to be. I totally am. Um, I guess I want to be what I am right now. You know, I'm I'm kind of there. Yeah. Which is not a very exciting answer. No. Um. I think it, I. Yeah. I think I, it's great. I, uh, yeah, and I want to look, I want to talk to that 12 year old me and be like, You're, you're gonna be <laughs> you're happy, gonna be fine. it's gonna be cool, and you'll be happy, yeah, yeah, you'll get there. A little wife, some kids, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, you know, two, two kids, wife, you live in the suburbs, <laughs> live in the dream, buddy, <laughs> like a good American. But don't worry, you still play video games, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but no, I don't. A, a few years ago, I was majorly unhappy because I had a job that I loathed. Mm. Like I just, it was soul sucking, you know. And it, and it, and it made me feel like it made it was the kind of job that made me feel bad about myself, you know, because um, uh, I wasn't good at it. But yet, I somehow managed to stay there for eight years, mm-hmm. and uh, I wasn't good at it. I didn't like it. It was just a soul crushing corporate job and I've, i mean i still have a corporate job but it was the kind where less soul cu- soul crushing yeah you like you like that movie joe versus a volcano right oh it's my favorite movie of yeah, all time you know at the beginning yeah. where he's got the fluorescent lights and you know they're all like, sitting in the like, office room suck 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 <laughs> yeah. looking at the fluorescent yeah, lights it was, yeah it was like yeah. that and and every day i'd be like is this what i'm gonna do with my life like, is this <laughs> how did i get here i i went to school for music how how am I here? Yeah. Like, how am I doing this? How am I? Yeah. It, it was an auditing job. How am I oh. an auditor? How am I a financial auditor? Yeah. What did I do to get here? Yeah. What? Who did I piss off? You know to get yeah. here. Um. But uh. But I don't feel that way anymore. You know. So I, I feel. And I think I'm I'm kind of surprised that all I needed was just a slightly better job. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Like I still work for the same company. I'm just in a different department, right. and I'm super happy. Right. It's like I don't need that much. I guess. I think I have that experience too because I'm in a corporate job as well. I never thought I would be in that job. Yeah. And it got to the point where I've I've kind of worked myself into a position that I don't mind as much. Yeah. But when yeah. I first started, I'm like, I'm just like inputting numbers <laughs> yeah. over and over, yeah, and yeah. answering like phone calls and stuff. And I still do some of that, but it's not. I don't know. Yeah. You find you find things within that area that yeah. you can enjoy more. Well, maybe it was, you know, like you eat, all you get to eat for eight years is, a, is like a crumb of cracker, like one crumb of cracker every day. Yeah. And then one day you get to eat toast. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is the best. I can't believe I did that. I ate that cracker. <laughs> And all I needed was toast, and now I'm so happy. <laughs> you know? You're like subtly hinting at we got to wrap this up so you can get home, get to that toast. <laughs> I don't even need peanut butter. I just like the toast. It's so much better toast. than the cracker. And if somebody gives you peanut butter, then it's even better. Oh, I'd just lose it. I'd be ready to die. Like, I've done it. I've achieved it. I'm more than content. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, last one. All right. This is the one that I will always end on. So, and I know I stole your question. Yeah. I'm so, gonna, uh, I don't have know. to think of one. Yeah, I'll have to think of one. Um, 
What is the best advice you have ever received? Oh, we discussed the whole growing up without a solid role model, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> gotta you gotta pick up a nugget somewhere off the ground. <laughs> I feel like I've painted my dad as like you know, as like Austin Powers' dad. You know, like daddy wasn't there. You know, <laughs> and I feel bad throwing this on him because the, cowboy. The, uh, the only piece of advice he ever gave me was keep it wrapped, kid. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was like, "Thanks, pops." <laughs> uh, he yeah. gave me he gave me a piece of advice once um, before I got married. So that's not the best advice. No, no. Okay. He also gave me a piece of advice to uh, keep separate checking accounts, which I do. Oh. And I and we also have a joint one that we kind of you know put stuff in. Right. But we, our daily finances are all in separate are both in separate checking accounts. And I feel like that was good advice. Um, at least for us, it works. Yeah, for it's, us. it's worked for you guys. So, do yeah. you openly talk about your your separate checking accounts? No, we each have our own bills that we're responsible for. She oh. takes the mortgage, I take all the bills, you know, so it evens out. And so, so, and this is just my more curiosity than anything, because yeah. I know because we we just have one account, our yeah. names on it, kind yeah. of thing. Do you ever come to one another and you're like, "Hey, I'm running low this month." From time to time, you like, want to you want to hook me up? Yeah, well, from time to time, well, we've got the joint one that oh, we right, throw right, stuff right, in right, right. sometimes. But if I take something out of it, I always tell her, you know, I'm, and I'm, I'll say I'll fill it back up next month or whatever. Yeah, like this past month, we had an unexpected bill come through, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm kind of tapped this month, so I had to pull three hundred bucks out of." The, you know the joint checking, right? So just to, just so you know, yeah. You know, if you look and wonder why it's not there, <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. but she's really good with money, uh-huh. and I'm not as. Yeah. Um, so I, I would imagine she's probably a little more, you know, a little less like this is a great idea than than I am. But yeah, um, not that I'm like you know bad with it or like or anything. But she's like really good with money, um. So, but it's worked out for us. Like we haven't had any problems and we've been together 14 years. So, right. Um, but no, the best piece of advice I ever got though was from my grandpa. Um, and, and I almost didn't follow it. We alluding back to an earlier question, um, was he, uh, told me that, uh, uh, well, there are two things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sorry if I'm getting long. No, you're dropping knowledge bombs. It's but, fine. Uh, the first... I'm just checking here. I'm not checking the time. I'm checking our, uh, levels the first thing uh he always loved to quote winston churchill oh and so he he told me about the never give up speech you know oh, yeah and he would it's great speech every christmas i'd get the never give up he'd say never <laughs> give up johnny never give up i don't know if he's trying to imitate winston churchill or what but he, he'd get all like way into it super earnest about it but the other thing was he was super into education mm-hmm. and and he always told me that you know um the, the most the, the best investment you can make is in your education, you know, because, you know, that'll get, not only will that give the tools, give you the tools you need to succeed, hopefully, but that it would, um, you know, so like even if you're poor, that's something you couldn't lose is your knowledge or mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, again, I almost missed the boat on that one because I decided to screw yeah, off in high you school. You the but, bean plant to, yeah, to yeah. get you through. Yeah. But, but, you know, without that advice, I may not have, you know, heeded the lessons learned from the bean cannery, mm-hmm. you know, um, and without my education, without going to college, I have no idea where I'd be right now. Yeah. You know? um, 
I wouldn't have met Mo and Hilden because I met them in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I lived with them in college. You know, I may not have met my wife. I don't know. It's hard right. to say. <clears throat> um, but not only that, but I feel like I learned things in college that I didn't necessarily learn from a classroom, but I learned from my experiences in college mm-hmm. that I probably wouldn't have learned otherwise. Like I had, you know, some really good examples to go by in college, you know, just how to live life, not necessarily book learning. Right. You know, that I learned in college that I feel street knowledge, sort of, you know, because street I, made, smarts. I majored, I got a degree in music history. Right. Obviously that has done me no good. <laughs> uh, so it, it obviously weren't, wasn't like my classroom stuff that, right. you know, that helped me out. It was just more my experiences and the people. I think college is about people really like, like that's probably the most oh, valuable yeah. thing are the people you meet in college. And, and I think, an, I think another portion of it is just finishing it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you can look back and say, I can do that. Yeah. People threw a lot of stuff at me. I had a lot of assignments and I was able to do it. Yeah. I finished. Yeah. I think that helps with other parts in life. But I also know other people that didn't need college and are doing yeah. totally fine. Oh yeah. You know. I'm not I'm not saying it's the prescription I, I for everybody. It. Yeah, I, I totally did too. I have no idea what I'd be doing. No, me neither. I don't have a clue. I can't imagine. Hopefully, I wouldn't be in Merrill. That'd be brutal. <laughs> you would have made it to Minneapolis. You knew you, you knew when you were twelve, you were yeah. gonna make it to Minneapolis. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna have it. I hit the big time. I'm yeah. in the Twin Cities, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Spoon in the cherry. It's every it's every dream. <laughs> I'm gonna make it after all. <laughs> all Work right. for Rhoda. So I'm <laughs> the Mary Tyler Moore statue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I'm that's a, I'm tapped out. That's all I got. All right. So it's it's your turn. One oh, question. All right. I'll answer anything. I'll okay. be as honest as possible. Okay. All right. So this one just popped to the top of my head. All right. But uh, so I apologize if it's not, you know, super deep or anything. Hey, that's don't worry about it. You can be a, whatever you want. What? Is art? No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> totally joking. Just uh, had a big argument about that on our last podcast versus the artist. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. So back to you know, kind of it kind of ties into the most important piece of advice. Yeah. Um, who is the most in, who was the most important person in shaping who you are, and why? Oh wow. Hmm. Um, ooh, this is gonna be kind of a cop out. Yeah. My parents. Yeah. Um, it's not a cop out. I mean, it's... no, but it's like it's it's two people. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah. Um, I'll accept it. Yeah, but I was just I was just talking to my mom this weekend about it actually. Yeah. Because, um, I obviously we talk about this on the other podcast often, but I obviously get really frustrated with Christians coming out and using Jesus and yeah. God to to spew hate on other yeah, people exactly. and uh and like like what you said being in, using it as a disguise to really be a bigot or yeah or racist whatever yeah and, or, uh, or whatever they want to do you right, know whatever it's, you want to do you're like you, you oh, can use God. that as your as your yeah. shield you i think know? people use it to control other people all the time yeah, I mean, yeah. churches have done it forever mm-hmm. um and so i was talking to my mom about it and 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 she was like well do you think we've 
we've affected you in that way with because i went to christian schools grew up in church and stuff and i was like no i think it was the opposite um i think both of them worked really hard on teaching me to take people where they're at and love love people for no matter what yeah you know if you if you don't agree with someone you can openly say i don't agree with you Mm -hmm. but do it in love and like uh gentleness and respect kind of thing you know and that was so your first response isn't you're going straight to hell (laughs) no now are you going directly to no oh it's like one that's not my call (laughs) (laughs) and and two you're not gonna make any it's that whole like catch more Flies and honey, or whatever that is, it's like <laughs> then know? hell, then, then eternal hellfire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and just loving people and and taking people. We had we had friends of our families that stayed stayed lived with us. Their family lived with us for a time because they needed a place to live for months. And I right. remember sharing our house with other people and and being okay with that and i had family members that lived in mexico and they ended up moving back to the u.s for a while and they stayed with us for months and it was and i remember it put our family in like this uncomfortable position where we had other people living with us yeah and um but it was like if you were ever frustrated about that it'd be like well they they need this place right now yeah like we're sharing our things with other people (laughs) And I, st- I still struggle with sharing my stuff with other people, but <laughs> yeah. um, but it's helped me quite a bit. Yeah. You know, coming like we had Jess's sister lived with us for a year. And yeah. it was like, yeah, this is what you do. When people need help, <laughs> you help them. Yep. And when people need to be loved, you I mean, you love people no matter where they're coming from. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that was probably a long answer. No. For, but, and I, and that's, I hope that's what people see when when I talk to them is like yeah you know not feeling judged. I don't I don't ever want people to leave me being like man I really just really felt judged by Dave tonight. <laughs> looking you know? down his it's nose like, at me giving me the stink eye. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh I really do not want that. Um so yeah, yeah they really helped me. They shaped me in that way. Sure. And that's been Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Good answer. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming tonight. This is it's it good. good. It was good. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's oddly therapeutic. <laughs> and yeah. I appreciate you being honest. I know it's not it's not easy to like tap into that stuff. Yeah, you know, the Hilden stuff I probably tend to run from quite a bit. Yeah. I mean um, I yeah. tend to bury it. Yeah, I usually confront that when I'm alone. Yeah. Not yeah. not talking to in microphones. <laughs> I, I'm a big uh I don't know. I'm a big, uh, I practice the method of just getting up and leaving the room when it comes up, Yeah, which is probably not cool. (laughs) Everybody deals with it however they need to deal with it. It's like, oh boy, I I need to go wash this glass. I'll be back in 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I appreciate the the mystery machine story. (laughs) I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It, I'm telling you, when we go to my cabin, you're gonna see some stuff. Oh man, man. I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> it'll be, it'll gonna, be good. You're gonna see some business. <laughs> <laughs> Mo loves it there. <laughs> he, he loves going there. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm cutting us off. All right, thanks, but man. Thanks. You have been listening to Hildo spills the beans. 
You can find me on Twitter at Dave Hilden as well as the website Hildo, H-I-L dot D-O. Yeah, yeah, Bazinga, <laughs> we got it. Hildo spills the beans. <laughs> no, that's got to get cut. To hell with Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Peter Pan.